This is an Area Code podcast. You're listening to The Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong and Dave Schrader talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. Hey everybody, welcome to today's episode of Table of Malcontents. I'm Aaron and with me as always is Dave. Dave, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Do you still believe? Uh, thank you. I'm, I, I still believe... And as you're looking over my right shoulder, um, so does Jeremy Camp. So yes. there you go. Yes. Are you, but are you also feeling courageous? I'm feeling very courageous as I look over my left shoulder. So Excellent. I think the audience has already seen these posters, at least if they're following us on the gram. That's true. Well, I mean, you've been, you've been doing your best to, uh, to hide those, to main your, maintain your credibility. But, um, uh, well, I'm just trying to keep the, you know, this brand solid. That's all that's I'm right. saying. That's I'm not right. saying it's not. I'm very appreciative because I love. Um, so uh, yeah, you love I'll, being employed, and I understand that. I I love yeah, it too. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, and it's, some it's, people dig that. They dig those things, and I'm not going to judge today. Uh, a, a lot of a lot of them do, and I'm yes. and that's what uh, affords me to come to work every day, and I'm yes. very grateful for that. I love Absolutely. all those people. So there you go. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yes. Thank you, all of you who who listen who watch Christian movies because you keep Dave employed. You keep fam- food on his family's table. Well done. Food is good. Food, food is, is good. good. Food is yes. good. Yes. All right. So well, I'm, I'm fully caffeinated. Let's I feel good. Let's that's, go. That's good. All right. Well, Dave, I got a question for you. In fact, I got three questions for you today because mm. that's what we're going to do today. We're going to answer some questions. Are these listener questions? No, they're not. They're Goodreads questions. Oh, this is, this is Goodreads questions. This today. is all That's Goodreads right. questions because okay. we haven't, although it's been a long time since we've done a listener listener Q&A type episode. Yeah. Listener questions are scary. They get really personal and they start making fun of my Cats. love for felines. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do have an author I represent. I won't say her name because she's very, she's awesome. Uh, but she has a line of books, one that is around dogs and this next one is going to be around cats. So who do you, who do she, who's she talking to, to get stories from next week? <laughs> this guy. Do you get a co-author um, credit on this one? She was, she was asking me if I had any, um, idea, you know, just ones so I could find some good stories. And I said, well, my sister's a veterinarian. I said, but remember I've got four cats mm-hmm. and I've got stories. <laughs> And I'll give you one story, everyone. Yes. <laughs> I have slept in cat urine twice, not realizing it until I woke up the next morning. That is my life, folks. <laughs> Smells like cat pee. So there you go. That's and just thank one of you the for many the episode stories. title, Dave. <laughs> there you go. Smells like cat pee. There you go. Yep. Dave slept in cat urine that one. It's not that one time, the multiple times it's happened. Oh, yes. You would, you would think, you no, know, but I became conditioned because of this one cat to sniff my bed before I get in it. <laughs> it's so weird. So weird. Is so strange. I know. That's my life, man. This yep. is it. This is what pet, this is why we have a no pets rule in my house. And this is a firm rule. There will be well, no pets. 
I understand you're clean. I, it takes a lot. I have to clean a lot every weekend. So I'll, I'll yeah. say a lot of vacuuming, a lot of dusting because the dusting involves a lot of animal hair. And, uh, but I will say this, my boss did give me clearance to bring my dog into the office. So that's pretty awesome. Does that mean the bear's going to live there now? Bear? Uh, well, sometime, I don't know when I'm looking for the right time because I got a great path. You know that I got my great path. Yeah. I can walk the dog in. It's, it's great. So there's some good things happening right now. Nice. Good you know, things. I'm glad. I'm glad yeah, you, as, you've got some hope. Since the pandemic is over now. Is it? Uh, it, it said it is in Williamson County. Oh, okay. Sorry. Well, then we're fine. <laughs> is everyone, Wait, is everyone drinking dirty pond water and licking animals like nobody's business? Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fantastic. What, uh, Aaron, what county are you in? I'm in Marshall County. So the Marshall pandemic never existed here. I'm sure, uh, is it, uh, is it meth central there? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm just curious. I know some of the counties south of there have a reputation for that. That's all I'm going to say. So, okay. There you go. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. What are fine. we talking about today? Well, you know, I had a big question for you, which is really, uh, which is this first of our, first of our questions, which is what's the best time to read? Um, like in general, are we saying to people, this is the best time to read? Is that where we're going with this? Well, or is you this know, a personal I'm thing? not going to be, I, I'm not going to be prescriptive on that okay. for other people because here's the, because here's the thing. There is a, the reason I'm asking this question is, is one, uh, Goodreads threw this out there and I thought it was an interesting question. Uh, and they had an article that they linked to that was, uh, part of the cut.com, which is part of New York magazine. Um, so the author of this article who is, it's hilarious. It's hilarious because the, the author of the article is not yet 30, um, but is talking about how, you know, getting older, I've realized I have to, and it's like, you're, a, you're 29 years old. First, you're not old and you're not getting older. But are we getting to that point where like everybody's younger and out of touch compared to us, or are we just the out of touch people? What what, what is it? I I mean, no one knows exactly how old I am until I tell them, uh, which I enjoy. I think, but uh, what's that? I said, I think we all know. Come on. Well, that's true. We do on this Uh, show because we talk about the fact that I'm 41, but, um, it's a good age. It's a yeah. good. It is a good age. It's a good age. Yeah. Um, I'm comfortable in my 40s, but I still, but I don't look like I'm in my 40s. So I'm. Yeah, my I'm okay knee, with my that. knees are not comfortable in my 40s. My knees feel like they're 75. Thank so you. yeah. Mm. Um, but it didn't help that I I messed one of them up recently. So, uh, you know, that's how it goes. I get it. Okay, so let's get back to but, the question. Okay, back to this I, oh, question. question. Um, I'll, I'll, I'm happy to take a shot at this. Yeah. All right. Um, this is not my number nine Enneagram talking. I'm okay. going to say it really depends. All right. But I'm going to say it depends on genre. So let's let's break that down. Okay. Let's talk about the morning. I, I read in the morning. I read in the afternoon. I read mm-hmm. in the evening. But I read at those different times of day for different reasons. Now, mm-hmm. this is like... Hey, I read a lot. So therefore I try and fit it in, but there's only certain types of books during those time periods I can read. Mm -hmm. So for example, I've been reading bird by bird. I think I've 
told you guys that mm-hmm. by Anne Lamott. It's about writing. It's about instructions on writing. It's it's a memoir as well. And um, but I feel like a book like that with what I'm trying to get out of it, it's definitely more of a morning read, something I can actionably do with the rest of that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I try and read it during the work week and uh, in the morning so I can approach things in a, in a good way. Because remember, I'm writing my tell-all mm-hmm. and I need to know all these little instructions that Anne Lamott has provided for me to talk about all the bad things that you guys have done to me, including making fun of me and my said cats. So <laughs> afternoon Love. reads are more uh, enjoyable. It depends on the caffeine that's involved at that time. Um, I can start reading a novel at that point, but only on a weekend. I, I'm not reading a book at work on the during the weekday unless it's work related. But um, but it has to be something that's enjoyable to get lost in the story in that time. Usually on a weekend. Nighttime. Oh man, novel central. Novel central. Um, so much fun to read into the evening. Of course, I'm an old man and do go to bed earlier than most of you, but mm-hmm. uh, but I just I just enjoy leaving the day on a uh, a story driven narrative of fiction. So, um, and going back to the morning, I would say more um, more nonfiction in the morning too. Absolutely, yeah, just nonfiction in general. I just feel like there's something about it. I'm fresh. It goes well with coffee, studying someone's life, Christian living, theology, whatever. I just feel like I can absorb that best. Now, that is me. That's because I'm an early morning riser, an old man, and I like a wide variety of books. That's kind of where I put those things. So someone else could flip those entirely, right? You know, I mean, you could, but I'm just saying for like the state of mind I'm in, that's mine. So what about you, Aaron? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm definitely a read whenever I can find the time okay. person. Part of okay. my problem has been that the um, I've just been having trouble actually just getting into and finishing a book lately. Mm. So um, and that's just been and that's just been like the last month and a half. So mm. but the um but the big thing that we've got going, like, so I can, I always read in the morning. So I'm like, I'm doing, I'm doing a couple of things. One, I'm doing a micro course in an app, which is a different kind of reading because it's just personal growth stuff um, and habit building things. Uh, I'm reading my Bible and then, um, you know, and that's, and, and that for me is usually the best time for me to read that. Um, it's, it's a good habit for me to be in uh, just to start my day right. Um, so that I'm not just, you know, a grumpy, miserable so-and-so and and I get to chew on something, something thoughtful for the, for the, for the day periodically. Um, even when it's reading, you know, uh, first Samuel through, through second Kings (laughs) where it's all kinds of dark. Um, (laughs) but it's exciting stuff. It is. I love that's, that's a great part of the Bible. Um, I think if you're getting into numbers and, I don't know, second Chronicles or something. I'm trying to think of something else that feels a little more random in the Bible, even though it all has its purpose. I'm not saying anything theologically incorrect. I'm just saying what uh, keeps your interest more, the drama of that time of those books, of the Bible uh, through second Samuel is fascinating. So yeah, yeah, 
I'll take yeah. all the blood and gore and the deception. Oh yeah. I it's, mean, it's, I mean, this is the thing. And like, like people, it's like, it's like everything Netflix has mm-hmm. become. Yes. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, the, there is a bit of a part of the, part of the thing that, that, when you start reading, when you actually read the Bible and you rec- and like just read the reading, even the the straight up history narrative parts, it's like there's actually some really good storytelling in there. Sure, um, and that comes through. That comes through differently in different translations, of course. So if you're reading something like the King James for a modern reader, that's going to be super archaic and. And and really hard to follow for for the, for most for most people, but yeah. not everybody. Some people some people dig it, and it's like, and I respect that. Um, hmm. I just don't. But it's also part of the reason why I don't really connect with. Uh, like even though, even though there's a lot that I do connect with, I don't enjoy reading a lot of Shakespeare stuff. Um, just the language doesn't grab me. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it, it, you'd have to be in a certainly a mood to be inspired. I mean, I think if you're, you would read Shakespeare. Um, well, I, I'd certainly fun to recite with others. Uh, that's why Shakespeare is meant to be read aloud. But, yes. uh, but, but I think there's also atmosphere in terms of like well, setting, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I was, in England, it would be that much more uh, special. Yeah. Or in nature sometimes, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Although I'll take the Bible in nature any day. Oh, yeah. something about it's, it. It's good, my, man. My, now, favorite, I, my favorite little nugget in A River Runs Through It is when you see the Reverend McLean reading his Bible as he's waiting for his sons beside the river, mm-hmm. just without a care. And there's just something about that. Very special. Sorry for sure. interrupting no, you. No, it's all good. It's all good. Now, um, I think probably the, the worst thing I can do for myself is try to read something serious and thinky at night. Thinky. 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 Something that requires me to use any part of my brain. That's why fiction comes in well. It's just, you're just following yeah. the story. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's great. Um, but I mean, you know, I've been, but even then... It's like even fiction's been hard lately just because it's because I'm I feel like my brain is mush. Yeah. So but, you know, that's the season. So, yeah, Yeah, I understand. I understand. All right. Okay. All right. Next question. Next question. The next question is this. What's the last book that busted a reading slump for you? Now, let's let's qualify. How would you define a reading slump, Dave? Well, um, reading slump would be I wake up certainly not as jazzed about reading, and definitely throughout the day, I'm not like I can't wait to get home so I can pick up my book in peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had that earlier this year, so I definitely know it. And I know you, well, I'll let you share in a second, but I, I, yeah, there's just like lack of desire. It's funny. You can call it the Netflix effect, you know, just the fact that like, I, I'm, I'm using it as an example only because like you want to do other things before reading, which says something. Whereas I just, 
I mean, I love films. I love shows. I love reading. I like all of these things. Mm-hmm. I know there's only so much time, but I've found myself during this period in the winter when I just was not inspired to read. I was not. And I was, I, and part of it was, I just didn't have a book that was like really exciting me. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking, I can look back at the books I was reading and I'm not going to list them out. I just, but they weren't amazing. That was part of the problem. Mm-hmm. I wasn't taking my own advice, which is, Hey, if you're not like loving a book, just move on. And I'll admit there's one of them. I definitely moved on from, I, there's one I did, which says something. Cause my, the next two books after were totally fun and inspiring. And that would have been, uh, the clan lands book, which, I lived in Scotland for a while. So I just loved it. It was a great book talking about Scottish history and culture. And you didn't have to be a, you know, watch the show, uh, whatever, um, Oh, what's it called? What's it called? Uh, the, whatever the Scottish show outlander. Thank you. Oh you yeah, 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 yeah. You didn't, yeah. I like the book because you didn't have to like know the show or like the show to appreciate it. They just fun guys on a trip through Scotland and talking about history. And it was great. It was, that is how you teach history to people who may not be interested in it. You just bring a fun twist to it in their friendship and their level of storytelling. And you learn a lot that way. Mm-hmm. Second thing would have been a fiction book. Now the high divide, Lynn Inger. And uh, it's when we were prepping to interview Lynn and uh, I hadn't read his books and uh, Mm. man, I loved it. High Divide is fantastic, beautiful story of forgiveness. And it helps that it's historical too. Yeah. Um, So it's a familiar storyline, but, uh, uh, but not too distant too. So, yeah. 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 How about you? Um, Well, I mean, how can we help you? Well, I don't know. Does, does anyone want to be my free assistant? <laughs> that's, that's one thing. But uh, but no, for real. I think for me, um, a real like I think I think it's helpful for me to actually define a reading slump because, as you know, when I'm in a reading slump, that means that I'm reading more like a normal person as opposed to the freak that I am. So, <laughs> and even what you think is a normal person is not really a normal person. If you look at the statistics and reading, I, you, well, sure. I mean, a normal, a normal aggressive reader versus me. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so my normal is, you know, my normal is, you know, around two books a week of some kind, yeah. um, in some fashion. So, um, that has been, pretty rough the last little while i think i've been closer to like two to four a month through through march and april yeah um, which you know not not my favorite yeah by any means because yeah yeah. and so i've had um i've had some books that i've just been like i've just been hung up on and i haven't been able to keep moving from i'm really enjoying them i just can't 
I just can't get through them yet. Yeah. Um, so a good example of one like that is actually Gentle and Lowly, which I love. It's mm. so good. Um, but I can only read it in fits and spurts right now. Yeah. It, it seems like a frame of mind uh, book. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah. It's not something you read on the run. You want to no. be. Yeah. No, but it is so good. It is so, so, so good. And it's good for me to read. Yeah. Um, so that one is, but so that one's just one that I'm really painfully aware of at this particular moment. Um, another one that just took me a while to get through and basically it's a lot of with my, a lot of with the audiobooks that I listen to, those ones are, are harder to get through because I'm commuting less. So, yeah, which is yeah, a good problem. Yeah. And you're, not, and you're not, I'm commuting and I'm walking a dog a lot. That's the difference right now. Now I'm saying yeah. like, you need to join Bear and me. That's really what it is. But then again, we'd want to talk. So whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll drop Bear off at your, uh, at your house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure that my kids would be very happy about that. Oh, but, he, uh, he, yeah. He won't want to leave. He'll love you guys to death. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so, so that's been challenging, but, um, but I mean, I'm still enjoying the ones that I, that I'm into. Um, and then I think I've just made some, made some poor choices with like, this is just, this is good, helpful information, but it's a bit of a slog kind of books. Yes. And, um, just because of who some of those authors are, I'm not going to say their names because I want to be nice to those people. Cause I like them. Um, understandable, understandable, yes. yeah. but, uh, but yeah, so I've got some, got some challenges there. So, I am, but I got through one book recently that I just was, I was having a hard time getting into. It was good. I just kind of sat myself down and I'm like, no, I'm going to finish this this morning. Um, Partly because I think I just like, I needed the information for me. Um, So I did it. And that one was uh, the multi-directional leader by uh, Trevin Wax, which which is a good book. Um, It's got some good stuff, uh, particularly for our particular cultural moment where everybody hates everybody else and um, everyone is wrong except for me. Yeah. Yes. So just you, Aaron, just me. I'm the only one who's right. Just you. Okay. Only one. No, I mean, that's what I'm learning from the internet anyway. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so too good yeah so i don't know if that one counts as breaking the slump for me but uh i hope so we'll find out later today uh because i'm gonna start the secular creed by uh rebecca mclaughlin and uh oh that's her new book yeah it's her mini one from um from tgc but i also have her um her teen edition of confronting christianity um the the 10 questions books um so i'm gonna be i'm gonna be reading that giving it to and giving it to both of my girls to to read after because i want them to be i want them to be talking thinking about that stuff so i love no i think it's great her uh yeah i I was thinking about the confronting christianity for you know it's 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 teens you said that's what Mm -hmm. it is but yeah i i you know i mean even though Melon's only 13, but I'm like, they're encountering all these things. So, which is good. So, and I love that book. So yeah, the main book. I, I yeah, I'm curious how the teen version looks. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah. it looks good. It's, it's nice. It's well put together. Oh. Of course it's well written. So 
Yeah. Uh, uh, well, yeah. I mean, she it, it, she's certainly has a unique perspective. Yes. Uh, British living in the United States, female. Uh, where she lives is important because she's in Cambridge, right? And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just uh, yeah, a, a much needed voice and respected. So yeah, I yeah. like I like her tone. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. We got one more question, Dave, before one right. of our usual questions. What oh, was great. the last book you stayed up too late reading? Well, and what is too late for you? Whenever uh, Fallon and Kimmel are on TV, like starting at 1030, that's really late. Um, I, I need to go to bed no later than 1030 and try mm. and shoot for 10, but it becomes 1030 sometimes. Uh, you know, yeah, to kind of look back just to see, boy, was there anything that was like super late? Um, I mean, Pat Conroy's South Abroad. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, man, it took a while to read only because I started on vacation. And then, you know, it's like you come back into reality because you never finished the book. And it was at least another couple weeks like I eventually finished it. Um, but yeah, that was probably one of my later ones. Um, I am reading uh you know uh, a man at arms right now stephen pressfield's new book mm. um which is so far so good i know <laughs> what did barnabas say he better not dan brown this thing um <laughs> yeah. because it takes place in uh, in the holy land uh it's like ad 60 and yeah. it's this um mercenary greek mercenary who's hired by the romans to go find this man who's got one of paul's letters um I, that's I like all it. i know so far um but i know it's it, it sounds like bad hist biblical historical fiction <laughs> at face value but uh, uh it's you know it's pressfield he writes sounds interesting so. to me it really is no mm -hmm. it's um and it's not just in judea i mean he's i can tell he's on a road and he's like in gaza right now and you know, moving toward Egypt, probably going to Alexandria or something. I'm not sure, but you know, it's historical fiction. So I'm curious. And he writes from a Jewish point of view, which I, I think is fascinating too. Yeah. So the way that Pressfield talks about Christianity, it's very genuine. I mean, it's, it's more like from the perspective of someone at that time, who's not a Christian, it's really mysterious what's happening with all these people. And um, and, and it's not just that you're, it's more like you hear the Romans, you hear a narrator, narrator talking about it and, uh, and other characters about rumors. I love that. Um, mm -hmm. that's good historical fiction. When you kind of play the, what would the average person think if they heard there's this weird group of people emerging out of, you know, out of Israel or, yeah. or Judea, I should say. And, uh, and what were they doing? And, you know, yeah. how did the, how were the Romans responding 30 years after, you know, I mean, good question. So, yeah. um, it's, it's wildfire. You can't, you can't stop it. I think that's, what's kind of fun. So yeah, nevertheless, I hope he doesn't end up like, you know, altering history and slaughtering Paul, uh, too early in the story or something. I, I don't know. I don't know where this is going. It'll I'm be just good. saying, well, I mean, Pressfield's good at, at, you know, he knows the boundaries of oh yeah, of yeah, yeah. And, stuff, and, so. But I like yeah, but he he's he he's not afraid of, you know, of, of I'll just say religion. And so I think that's yeah. makes it really interesting. So there you go. You know, yeah. What about you, Aaron? What's what's keeping you up? What oh, would man. what kind I'm of book? I think of the last book that 
kept me up at night um, because I just couldn't put it down. I think American Gospel was one of the last ones. Mm. In all honesty, so Lynn mm. Anger's Lynn Anger yeah, book, absolutely. Um, but I mean, I've had that with a lot of Craig Johnson's uh, Longmire books have been like that for me. Um, um, it's usually not a book in the space that we work in that keeps me up at night. Yeah, um, yeah. I get and that's that. just because they're not meant for that. That's not the that's not the kind of books that the that those are <laughs> and that's okay yeah yeah, yeah no, but make, uh, makes complete sense yeah yeah so um so yeah i think those are probably the last two that i stayed up way too late like last ones that i stayed up way too late reading and uh i'm looking okay. forward to having something that makes me want to stay up to keep reading it okay i've got another question that's kind of a sub one it's okay. not what keeps you up at night it is an audiobook that like it would make Bear and I want to take another loop around the block to keep going on. You know what I mean? Ooh. It's that like I got to go home, I got to go to the next thing, but I don't want to stop listening to this audiobook. Mm-hmm. I, I'll just throw it like Brian Cranston's book was like that to me. It was yeah. like it was so entertaining. I felt like, oh, this is great. I may have sat in the car for an extra few minutes, mm-hmm. you know, just to kind of finish hearing a really good part. Yeah, um, I, I think that that's that's one I think of. Uh, what about you? Ah, uh, man, Norco 80 was definitely like that for me. It was just like, mm-hmm. man, I got to keep listening to this because it is so interesting. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, a Promised Land, Barack Obama's um, mm. book was actually like that too. Again, you know, throw in whatever caveats you want to throw in. It was a really interesting book. Yeah. And sure. he's a very interesting person. Um, I would, I was fascinated by true believer, but I would not say it was, uh, so that was, uh, the book on Stanley, Stanley, uh, by, uh, Abraham Reisman. Um, I would not say that that was one that needed, that was like a, I've got to just keep walking around the block, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah, sure. So, but yeah, those are, those are some of the ones. Um, and of course, anxious people by, uh, Frederick Backlund. Oh, yeah. So you, 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 what, what did you write that? Uh, cause I, I mean, I've heard some who haven't liked it as much as, as, as others. You, it's you enjoyed just a different, it. It's just so different. Yeah. So if you were come, if you were coming into it, expecting, um, expecting to get another, um, oh gosh, what is it? Um, another bear town. You're going to be disappointed. Yeah. I know. And um, I know it's you, too quirky. I know we talked through uh, that, just like kudos to Bachman. He writes in so many different ways, which is gotta be so hard to do. So yeah. that's so you can see why you would like one over another, um, yeah. just based on style alone. I totally mean uh, they're just different books and I like them both for different reasons. So that's yeah. uh, and that that one blended um had a really nice mix of humor a light bit of mystery and um, you know, and you know, family dynamics stuff that was really like, it was, it hit all the marks for me. Mm. Yeah. I'm looking back at like just a few others that really kind of kept me going and uh, uh, recursion by Blake Crouch would fit that too. 
Uh, that was one I just like, I just got sucked in and I would, I would absolutely do that. Um, that's funny. I'm looking back and I see like all these audiobooks that some were just forgettable. I may remember them. I just, you know, they didn't really stick in at all, uh, stick at all. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think the mark is, yeah. If it, especially if that's a, that's a, that's a, some of my list are nonfiction, some are fiction. Um, it wasn't like, Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights was thoroughly entertaining, just like Cranston's was, but I didn't, but uh, wasn't like, oh, I have to hear this. I just was, I had like a week of just being amused every day as I had, <laughs> that was it. It made me happy uh, because I like Matthew McConaughey, soon to be governor, Matthew McConaughey. Of yes. Texas. I mean, that's Think about the amount of naked bongo playing happening in whatever the state house is. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be fascinating to see what kind of crazy happens. Dude, I'm scared for this country and the amount of celebrities trying to be in office right now. When are you going to be a celebrity in office, Dave? That's what I want to know. Uh, I don't want to be a celebrity nor one in office, so probably not going to happen. <laughs> so there you go. But would you be in office? What do you mean, would I be in office? Well, so if you can't have the celebrity part, would you go for office? Or are you um, just content to be in the office? No, no. I. Uh, the older I get, the more I realize I know my place in the world, and I, I love it. It's not that I don't have a desire to be a part of changing it. I've just realized I'm so much more of a one-on-one -on -one person, and being a politician requires something so much more out of you to be able to do i i it would exhaust me that being said i am i've always been fascinated with politics i still believe there's uh some good in what can be done um but man you got to be ready it's a dirty business and uh yeah i don't i don't think i've thick enough skin for it I, I'm, yeah. I'm really honest i really don't i don't think i could handle the amount of personal attacks justified or unjustified i don't I don't know. I just, I look at it and say, boy, in another era, maybe, but then again, I think politics has always kind of been that way. When you look back at early United States history and go back to Roman empire and so on, like politics was always politics. Yeah. It's you know? always I mean, been dirty it's power. It's power. And uh, yeah. So no, I, but I, but I also, I also love shows like the West wing and I, I, I really am inspired by our process. Imperfect as it is, it still is means some really cool things can get done. Um, I'm just, you know, I also am realistic. Um, <laughs> I am reminded as I have been scanning through the Westminster Confession of, of Faith <laughs> that I don't have a lot of faith in man. <laughs> <laughs> so Nor without going you. into too much of that um i just know we are sinful people and this is what we get but i'm hopeful in how god can use us for his glory so mm -hmm. i think he can use some politicians to do some of that too and that excites me yeah. boy this all started with my short comment about matthew mcconaughey you got me going. We should talk when, about. We need on, Matthew we, McConaughey on the show. That's we do. What we yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. Okay. Um, right after Nicolas Cage. Perfect. Um, in all seriousness, we, we do need to look at um, some fascinating uh, like political biographies or or like political books not that aren't like, you know what I mean? Aren't uh, I, I have to use my words carefully. Um, just 
good, good political stories. Like I would put primary colors as a great political book. It's fiction and nonfiction, right? But like it defined a genre. Mm -hmm. And I, I think there's something about that. All the president's men, you know, which is of course very pro media, um, you know, uh, 13 days by RFK, um, you know, I mean, just like, those are just, to me, I think fascinating to see how our system, again, like we talked about with our, our episode on apocalyptic books, mm -hmm. I love the, the book one second after, not because of all the drama, because of all the great questions it raises about the constitution and whenever our society is crumbling, when does the, when is the constitution, uh, invalid? Yeah. And that becomes then a political book. And so I, I, I love that genre. So, and, and whether or not you like politics, like, sorry, you can't escape any of this stuff. That's just, this is just what you have to deal with living in society. So I get inspired when I read or a, 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 a read a book or a movie called all the president's men, you know, just, that endless pursuit of truth. You know, I think there's just something about that. And that's why people like the West wing, because it's really about that. And uh, Aaron Sorkin's mastered that type of pursuit. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we'll tackle that another time. That's yeah. a good, that, that'd be an interesting one. We need, we need an expert on here. Who's like really well-versed in a lot of those books. You mean besides you? No, I'm not an expert in it. I just, I'm fascinated with it. And All we right. can, it's got to be some sort of Canadian book we can reference out there. Come on. Justin Trudeau's mem memoirs. Does he have that? Or a day in the life. <laughs> Where's your capital again? I'm just kidding. Ottawa. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's so easy. I love it. That's true. Such a great country. It is. I can't wait is to visit country? there again. Is it real? Yes, it is. It's a wonderful place. People are really nice to me there. They they don't like me behind my back, though. I understand that. Um, That's true. That's because you're an American, so they really don't like you. I just, I, I'm okay with people making fun of me, so I think that's why it works. I mean, literally, when I lived with Canadians in Scotland, they just made fun of me all the time. Mm -hmm. I was stupid American freaking Dave. That's what they called me, because I didn't really cuss. <laughs> I would say things like freaking. So yeah. all the Canadians called me freaking Dave. That yeah. was literally my name nice. and they were all so nice and uh, kind people. And we went to bare well, naked. Except Lake. for when they were cussing you out behind your back. They did do that. Um, yeah. I'm sure, but uh, it's, it's justified. Um, yeah. You know, we went to bare naked ladies concerts, you know, and stuff like that. It was very Canadian thing to do, even in nice. Scotland. So, nice. boom. so for the tiny segment of our audience who may not understand that the bare naked ladies is a band. Yeah, I mean, of dudes, yeah. all who wore clothes and played quirky songs. Yes, and do you know, have you ever listened to their kids' album they did? Uh, no, because I never it's liked. So fun! My my, it came out when my kids were at that perfect age. Yours too. I need to send it to you. They mm -hmm. still know the songs well. It's so fun. I will uh, send that over to you soon enough. Yeah, there's friend. a there's a few of their songs that uh, that even though I'm not a huge fan of them, uh, yeah. that make their way through. Um, various playlists in our house, largely because they are just quirky and silly. Um, yeah. The, like the, if I had a million dollars song. Um, yes, it, it is. Yeah. It is always enjoyable. That's all we'll say. So yes. yeah. 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 Uh, that's I, right. I, I don't know. <laughs> right. Well, Dave, you know what it's time for? 
Uh, what what time is it? You it's tell time me. Time for us to say goodbye for today. Say goodbye. That's right. Okay. Because there's a summer breeze outside. You know, okay. Because it's you know April, but you'll be listening to this in May. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sound good. Sound in All May. Right. That's right. It's gonna be May. That's awesome. That's right. <laughs> I'm happy. I hope everyone else is happy. So I'm sure they are. So, yeah. all right. So Dave, thanks for hanging out today. This was a lot of fun. It was best part of my best part of my Friday so far. So yeah, that's pretty good. There you yeah. go. Everyone have all a right. great May. It's We're going to have some guests this next month. We've been working out. So, uh, yeah, uh, we've got some friends who are going to come hang out with us. Um, yeah. You know, we're, we're trying to convince our, uh, convince our friend, Mary, who is your former teammate. Um, that's one right. Of my current extended teammates. That's uh, right. To join us. Yeah. We're, um, Jennifer Clark from the area code network want, is gonna, is gonna yes. come hang out sometime Jennifer's soon. All. And that's gonna be a blast. I think it's great. Good, good, good people. I love that's it. Right. Um, what else are we going to talk about in the future? We're going to talk about, we, we talk about doing, a, a how to write a good biography. We'll have a writer on about that. I won't say <laughs> who it is yet down the, down the future. That'll be a fun one. Mary has written Bible studies or a Bible study, hopefully more. Uh, mm-hmm. That's an, that's another kind of element there. Yep. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be a good time. I'm, I'm, I'm jazzed, as Joel Miller would say. Yes. There you yes. go. We should have Joel come back on too. He will. He will definitely. He is uh, heading back to Uganda soon, apparently, where his uh, two his boys were adopted from. They're gonna meet the parents. Nice. So I know. Big, big one for him. Yeah. So, boom. All right. Well, listeners, you know what to do. Five-star ratings, reviews all around, and we'll talk to you later. This is an Area Code Podcast.